This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough. The beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, hi, everyone. It's Janet Richmond, and I'm here as I am almost every week, and it's exciting. We have a great show today, at least it feels that way to me. As you know, I'm doing a series of In His Own Words. Today, it's In Her Own Words. Mary, she is the mother of the one that played the the fifth dimensional who played out the role of Jesus on this planet when he was part of a group that infused or attempted to infuse the the new concept at the time of higher heart consciousness. And I'll be getting into Mary in just a minute, but I did want to just give you that preview. So if you've tuned in, you know what's coming up pretty soon. Anyway, if you listened to my show last week and you got all the way to the very, very tippy end, you might have realized that I introduced or talked about my private sessions in that show. And I don't believe ever in all of the seven years I've been doing this show that I ever talked about my private sessions. I may have just literally mentioned that I do them in passing. I don't remember, but I never talked about them as, as far as I know. So I, it, it's, it's pretty easy for me to get excited and, and present you the information and, you know, do the healings and everything that I do on the show. But for some reason, I'm just not great at marketing and, Recently, the higher self have been impressing me to, it isn't about marketing myself, but it is about giving people choice. If people don't understand that I do have private sessions, they don't have a choice of whether to use it or not. It's not about forcing anyone to do one. It's instead, it's just letting you know you have that option should any one of you uh, be so inclined to utilize my services. And they were saying that because the higher self were, were saying that because we're in this very intense time of awakening, there are people who will feel the impress to have a session because they need either a jump start or they need some very important personal information or uh, they need healing to take them through their process of what they are going through at the moment. And I know my meetup group hears me say this all the time, but Coming to me is like, for a private session, I sort of liken to going, having, getting a trainer at the gym. The, if you decide to go to a gym for the very first time, you could be overwhelmed walking in there. So you wouldn't know where to start or what to do or, you know, and you could just 
walk, turn around and walk out. But if you hire a trainer for one time or two times, even three times, maybe what you're going to find is you get the orientation, you get the help to get started. And then you, you're able to do it on your own. And so I sort of think of myself as that trainer, that person to give you the jump start. Um, and that's kind of what I think about myself. Uh, anyway, but last week I never mentioned or said anything about the sessions themselves. So I think the assumption is that you'll totally get it because I do healings on the show. But in fact, every single session is unique to the individual that comes to me. Uh, it is you at the facade soul level and at the true soul essence level, your higher self, that impress me or give me the information because they, it is those two parts of you that are telling me what is important to you. Remember, I can't trespass. I move into the center of amalgamation uh, with the divine energies. Divine energies cannot trespass. So there is nothing open to me or given to me that you at, at those levels uh, that you aren't asking for or give permission to get. I wouldn't even get it if you didn't give me permission. So what I do is I do a soul scan for each individual when they come to me, scanning their journey through the human kingdom universe, and I dovetail that soul scan with the fifth dimensional information and perspectives on your personal issues. Um, it's always personal to you and your situation. It starts always with what you are interested in having help with. I don't determine that. You do. It's completely non-judgmental. And it helps facilitate, you know, connection with your inner strength, your higher frequencies, uh, et cetera, your, your gifts and talents. It also helps move misunderstandings toward clarity and expanded perception. It helps you dissolve blocks or difficult patterns that could be standing in your way. Could be, you could be self-sabotaging your way and in, in yourself in some way, whatever it is. And it offers also simple but effective tools to help you to neutralize any patterns you are unhappy with and to empower your unfoldment. Uh, I always give a recording of the situation of the situation of the, of the session so that you have it to use that healing over and over again, just like I talk about on the show. Listen to the healing, act as if it's the healing for you, even if it might not be. Do it over and over again. It would get into deeper and deeper layers. Or you pause it, and you can go, move into a completely different area. Just use the amalgamation, for example, or get started in the healing and pause it now and then throughout the healing as new things come up for you. And so it is a real tool. It's very effective. You can use it over and over again. And uh, so that's that. Uh, I do them in person. I do them over the phone. I do them on Skype. It's Basically, one session for 125 or three at a discount for 300. I say it for an hour of time, but almost always I do closer to an hour and a half. And you can always, so just so you know, and you can always find me by emailing me at info at janetrichmond.com, or you can go directly to my website, hireselfvoice.com, go to the store, and you can sign up online, and the payment is by PayPal. And just so you know, you don't have to join PayPal to pay me. Uh, if you have problems with using PayPal, you can just contact me and I will, uh, you know, we can organize a check if it's, if it's better for you. Now, last week's show, after I talked about it at the very tippy-tippy end <laughs> of the show, 
I did end up hearing from two people. One, both wanted sessions. One had had a few sessions in person before, but had moved away so far he couldn't come into come to see me. And he was like surprised I did sessions over the phone and on Skype. And he was so glad because he's got he had a particular thing that he needed to difficult situation he needed to work through. And um, somebody else also contacted me who had lost a parent the week before, and it was really, really important for him to um, help get help to move through this, this very difficult time he was having. Um, now, please understand um, that having a session with me doesn't make, a right for, make it right for everyone. We're all snowflakes. There is no pressure here. There's no shoulds. There's no none of that. If you feel to have a session, you at least know the options are out there. Okay, so that's that, and I won't go on anymore, but I, I have been strongly suggested that I do talk about them because with this awakening, it is difficult for a lot of people, and I want to be there and available to help you move on to. It isn't about signing up with me every week and every month and, you know, continuing like that. It isn't. It's simply about getting that jump start, getting that help to move forward on your own. I, I, I obviously can't do do healings for everybody all the time. It's just it never has been part of my uh, focus of attention. And the higher self had just indicated that there are some out there that could need the help. So anyway, this week's topic is Mary in her own words. And she was the mother of Jesus. She was part of the group of individuals carrying the dual soul nature, you know, those of us who carry the fifth dimensional true soul essence and the fourth dimensional sod soul essence. And this group brought in the higher heart consciousness concept 2,000 years ago. Uh, I think you'll find it very interesting, but keep in mind that she does allude to things that have been discussed and explained in my prior shows. So I do encourage all of you go back and listen to at least some of the prior shows. They will give you context and a firmer foundation of understanding what's, what she's talking about. I do occasionally interrupt her words, as I've done in most of the prior shows uh, in their own words, and I add a bit of explanation for you. But it is not needed as much here with Mary as it has been in some of them. Also, there's not really going to be a healing today. Mary gives us a fantastic exercise, and I take the exercise, and then you do. I'm going to be doing the exercise with you to help you get started using it. Now, when I first heard of this exercise back in April of 1987, uh, as was my way, I jumped right in and worked on it, and it for every day for a few weeks, and it was unbelievably fascinating how it grew and evolved for me. And, I mean, it was off the charts amazing. Uh, since then, I've only occasionally used it, since because you all know there's so many exercises, so many energies that we can use. So there always seemed to be something new. The higher self would introduce something new, uh, that would come up and then something new after that and something new after that. And I was always wanting to use each one intensely to get to know it, to understand it, to practice it. So it got to the point where you just can't do all of them all of the time. So for me, 
it was one that kind of went on the back burner and occasionally I did bring it back into use, but it's exciting to me that it's here again and that I can share it with you. And for you all, because you're hearing so many of the energies, the exercises, the techniques, the tools that they give us, you too need to pick and choose what you resonate to, what you find more interesting, what you find more helpful or powerful. There aren't any shoulds, as you know. Today's exercise is an important one because of the intensity of the evolutionary thrust. And so that's a little preview of what's coming in Mary's thing. But right now, I'm going to start, and I'm going to be reading today Joan's opening as well. As always, it is very powerful, and I'd like to share that with you. Okay, so again, this this was a session we had from Joan on April 15, 1987. Okay, let's quiet our minds. But in a state of quiet, let's stay consciously alert. This means that we remain quiet in the mind, but we are alert to all sounds going on around us. For as each of you know, you have the ability to be in more than one place at a time, concentrating and doing more than one thing at a time. So this is always good practice. Okay, let's all now focus our attention on the light within with the understanding that this light is symbolic of the pure soul essence, connecting us to each other and to all other souls on all other levels, all other dimensions, and to the originating source of all energy. Let us remember that we carry within this symbolic light our highest, most purest, most perfect point of power. It is within the centeredness that we have the ability to activate and draw upon the perfection that each of us are. Now let us allow the light to grow until we stand within its center and in the state of centeredness. Let's move within the originating source of energy, plugged in at home. And now let each of us amalgamate with the totality of all of our higher selves, inviting in for amalgamation any higher selves from any realm or direction who wish to join us tonight. I further ask that each of us be completely and totally open at the highest level to understand, articulate, and manifest the information, and that each of us take this information and move out into the human community to carry the message, whether it be through silence, using our true soul essence light, or whether you may, or whether you feel you may be able to take it out in a verbal manner. Now let's just take a few moments before we get to, into the informational part of the session and do some work in our healing circle. All you need to do is have that idea in your consciousness. And now I ask that we join in moving the healing circle energy out to include and encompass every area of the planet Earth. This encompasses the force fields of energy around the planet. It encompasses all souls upon the planet on any level and from any dimension. And because you are on the planet, this also includes you. Now, I would like each of you to visually, in your mind's eye, just begin to move your mind upward, up through the top of the building, upward into the atmosphere, until you are standing above the planet Earth, looking down. And I now ask each of you, from your heart center, to focus your attention on the energy of higher heart consciousness. You may visualize this, if you desire, as a vibrant pink energy interspersed with gold and silver sparks, outlined in brilliant white. 
The pink is symbolic of higher heart consciousness. The silver and gold sparks are symbolic of the masculine feminine principles that give birth to higher heart consciousness. And from your heart center, begin to pour this energy downward upon the planet Earth, allowing the energy to flow in through and around every area with the understanding that when you consciously focus your attention on the healing exercise, such as this, you are greatly assisting the souls upon the planet to reach a higher level of higher heart consciousness. It's important at this point in time that the force fields of energy be infused with as much higher heart consciousness as possible. For as the planet moves into higher and higher levels of its own transformational processing, more and more of the lessened awakened souls will be leaving this planet in order to take incarnation elsewhere in the human kingdom universe. By infusing higher heart consciousness into the force, force fields of planet around the force fields of energy around the planet, we are giving those souls and all others on this planet, ourselves included, an opportunity to partake of this energy. For souls magnetically attract from the force fields around the planet that that the soul desires. And by placing this energy in this manner around the planet, we are giving souls opportunities to grow and expand in higher heart consciousness as they take the energy into their own unconscious. Higher heart consciousness is the highest level of love perfected. Higher heart consciousness is love perfected in its purest, most perfect form. It carries within it various levels of understanding so that each soul partaking of the energy can reach for the level that is right for for the soul at that point in time. There are many different ways to assist the humans humanities above and beyond standing in a public place. This is one of the ways you can assist and work with humanities by spending time as often as you can and focusing the energy of higher heart consciousness out across the planet. Now continuing to remain in the mind position in the atmosphere above this planet, begin to focus this energy of higher heart consciousness out into the totality of the universal atmosphere. There are higher selves in place who come through to assist in directing and processing this energy so that not only are you assisting humanities on this planet, but you are assisting humanities on other planetary systems. By focusing this energy out into the universe, universal atmosphere, you are also focusing it into the astral bands around all of the planets housing life forms and into the astral bands of the human community at large. And when Wherever this energy moves, it leaves in place an imprint of itself so that that by working in the now of this moment and in this manner, you are providing higher heart consciousness energy for future generations throughout the human community, throughout the animal community, throughout the plant and mineral community for what is put in place remains. Now, please allow yourself to mentally thought project back into this room, remaining conscious at all levels, remaining conscious that the higher heart consciousness energy is still processing from your heart center, remaining conscious of all that you are and all realities. Mary, all right, there is a presence that comes forward to join us at this time, a fifth dimensional who has worked on this planet and many other planets in various capacities and in many different ways, just as you have. This presence 
comes forward and presents itself in a feminine role and would have us know that she played the role on this planet as Mother of Marius. She comes forward as a gentle presence, presenting and projecting to us the facade that she carried and wore when she was doing that role on the planet at that point in time. She is as concerned as others have been about the misunderstandings and misrepresentations that have played themselves out in her name. She wishes to set the record straight in areas that deal with her place in the history of the concept of Christ consciousness that was played out on this planet in the last evolutionary age. Janet, I will remind you that both Marius, Jesus, and Sadakis, Apostle Paul, did the same thing when they first came in. They were both concerned about the misunderstandings and misconceptions that came out of that time, and they wanted to clarify it for us. So now Mary is joining the group with that. She does not give us her fifth dimensional name, and I just mentioned it, but it really doesn't matter. Mary. She reminds us that it's easy to misunderstand the messages that are received in areas that deal with concepts that are beyond the reality that one is accustomed to at any given point in time. It has been said that when a fifth dimensional puts on a human facade body, it's as if that fifth dimensional becomes deaf, dumb, and blind as to their fifth dimensional nature. It is equally difficult for the human souls when they place the human body around themselves, so that the idea and concept of misunderstanding higher messages is one that is predominant until such time that the evolutionary energy can process the individuals to the degree that they can understand the message at a higher level. Additionally, you will recall that the evolutionary concept of Christ consciousness of the heart carried 2,000 years ago upon this planet was carried out in what could symbolically be viewed as the dark ages insofar as soul awareness is concerned. She will not address again the reasons that go into that, for it has been covered on other occasions by others involved in presenting information to the group. She only wishes you to recall that fact so that understanding in understanding, we can be made aware of the fact that the virgin birth, as it has been promoted throughout history, was not, in fact, a virgin birth, as it has been conceptualized with the belief that an angel came forward to impregnate her. The angel symbolically was representative of the fifth dimensional soul of Marius, who would become that child within the womb. However, the, this angel was misunderstood and misinterpreted as a holy messenger who impregnated the Virgin, and as a result of that, a miraculous conception took place. She wishes us to understand that Marius and any other fifth dimensional who takes on incarnation in facade form must play by the rules and regulations of the human kingdom, which is that of being born of both parents, one male and one female, both parents cooperating in the conception of the seed of light. She wishes you to understand that by definition and based on what has played itself out in the religious community, that every single one of you have parents who divinely and miraculously conceived you. This is not intended in any way to cast a shadow upon any religious thinking or non-religious thinking. It is only once more to take you, those of you in a pioneering effort, to step further in your understanding that the concepts you hold, whether you hold them consciously or unconsciously, whether you hold them based on what you've learned overtly or been subjected to on an unconscious level, 
all of these concepts will ultimately be part of a process of breaking down and breaking away so that you can unfold into higher levels and higher information. So that in understanding the, mer- the manner in which Marius was conceived is to place each of you closer to the idea of being on an equal base, not only with Marius, but with the parents that gave birth to him. And breaking down the concepts we realized in many instances it is difficult. And if taken out of context of the totality of all the information that has been present throughout the years, it can cause on some inner levels of certain individuals a sense of imbalance or even a sense of being deceived in some way. So it is important for each of you to understand that all life is divine, all life carries divinity, and all life is miraculously conceived. For you will continue to be taken into higher and more expanded levels of breaking away from concepts that you hold, both consciously and unconsciously, and you will be those leaders, Joan. That's not the word she wants to use. She says she uses the term leaders, not in the capacity of being shepherds looking for sheep, but the leader in areas that deal with pioneering, the pioneering effort of all that is to come for the human community and other life forms on the planet in the next 2,000 years. Janet, please notice here again, there's an emphasis on our equality, that we are not better than, that we are not less than. We are all equal, all miraculously conceived, because we all carry the pure soul essence. Mary, as you know, we are currently moving up, moving in a speed up of the evolutionary frequency in its totality, which goes beyond this planet and the evolutionary concept of the new age. As you recall, this evolutionary thrust encompasses and includes all souls at all levels, in all dimensions, inner and outer. Paul has discussed with you already the concepts of alienation that each of you may experience and go through from time to time, but it is important that you also understand that this evolutionary thrust is a thrust that requires from each of you the ability to remain centered in time when the unrealities of all you are processing move through and are seen through your own fourth dimensional frequencies. You've been told that it's important to understand that on this planet at this point in time, you carry tunnel vision so that you relate anything from any direction to this reality and attempt to find in this reality something that fits what you are processing. It is important to understand that this evolutionary thrust is a thrust that will take every soul at every level and every dimension beyond any reality that has yet existed within that soul reality space and even the most highly evolved souls within the most outer dimension in this thrusting are being taken beyond anything within any reality they ever process when an evolutionary thrust moves at is doing at this point in time at such an unbelievable rate of speed there is no time for the most part for an individual to assimilate moment to moment the various realities that are being processed it can be more difficult for the fifth dimensional and human facade form than for most others, for you are carrying an additional dimensional viewpoint that is not truly yours, the facade soul, but one which you wear and process as if it were truly yours. At the various moments 
as the various moments take place and as the various energies thrust you more rapidly into higher and higher levels of grasping the higher realities, it's important to remember that the higher reality in an evolutionary thrust continues to open and take you into yet higher and higher realities. Janet, what Mary is saying is that the thrust is operational and affecting us at both our facade soul level and at our true soul level. So we are experiencing on two levels simultaneously and are creating additional unrealities uh, for the additional unrealities for us and it, and they are moving faster and faster and faster. So we are trying to adjust both at the fourth dimensional facade level and the fifth dimensional facade level. And even before we can adjust to the reality in one moment, the energy has already moved us into a higher reality and then another higher reality and then another higher reality. So no wonder it is difficult. Mary, in addressing this planet, for this is where you live and have your fourth dimensional reality at this point in time, it is important to understand that each soul expresses this alienation and this movement from reality to reality to reality in many different ways. So it becomes important for you to be made aware of the fact that the souls upon this planet, particularly at the less awakened levels, will continue to become literally more and more irrational, more and more out of control. For they are literally processing realities that take them into a state of losing control of the reality they are in. This means that in addition to the evolutionary movement on the planet and the energy that deals with the evolutionary concept of the new age, the thrust itself is going to greatly accelerate the chaos on the planet above and beyond what would normally be happening in a situation outside of and evolutionary thrusting momentum. This means is that in many instances, you, as you begin to move into these various realities, not having a moment to acclimate until this reality, when you are already in another reality, much of it, <clears throat> excuse me, much of it going on in an unconscious, at an unconscious level, you yourself will be hard pressed from time to time to maintain and control the life pattern which in, within which you are processing. This is not meant to inspire within any of you fear or doubt that you will not be able to live a positive and productive life. As you know, our perspective is that in knowledge there is power. So that in bringing you this knowledge, it gives you the opportunity to pre-plan your frequency in order to think clearly on your feet at those points in time, those points in time when you yourself are bouncing through these various realities. It's extremely important for each of you to maintain your own sense of inner balance, to maintain your own sense of communal harmony, and to consciously band together in order to work and assist the lesser evolved souls as they move into irrational, out-of-control vibrations. It's easy to stand back and judge certain situations and conditions as they play themselves out on a given planet. But it is important to understand that what you may, at the fourth dimensional level, view as madness, what you may question as this inhumanity aspect begins to play itself out, it is important to keep in mind <clears throat> how difficult it is for you to process and understand your own reality, and you are fifth dimensionals with sixth dimensional soul aspects. aspects. 
these situations that you view and judge are far less awakened than you. So why wouldn't they seem confusing, out of control, and irrational? Compassion as a part of higher heart consciousness becomes important as this thrusting movement continues to build momentum. For when you are compassionate toward a sense of balancing and harmony, or when you are compassionate towards the need of others, whether you agree on how they are fulfilling or not, you are unconsciously sending into that situation a comforting sense of harmony and love and nurturing. This is not to imply that all that happens on your planet or any other planet at any at these times is right, nor is it implied that it is wrong. It is only to call to your attention that each soul responds, as the snowflake it is, to the energies that take them beyond any reality they have ever known. With this knowledge in your consciousness, it gives each of you the ability to prepare for this thrust as it continues to move and to rev up its speed at ever higher and higher rates. Janet, what Mary is very clear about here is that judgment of others is even and often the norm, is even is easy and often the norm. But she recommends standing back, standing in the center, knowing that if we're having a hard time, just think of the hard times that others are having. And instead of judgment, she suggests we stand in the center of compassion and send that out instead. Mary. It would be beneficial of each of you to practice moving in the evolutionary thrust using a simple exercise, which would allow you to acclimate yourself to the reality factor of this energy, or what you may likely see as the unreality factor. And to understand that this thrust takes every soul beyond the limits of any reality it's ever known. With that in your consciousness, you can sit quietly within your pure soul essence plugged into the originating source, which is where this evolutionary thrust originates and through which this evolutionary thrust is moving, and amalgamate with the totality of your higher self. See the evolutionary thrust energy as an electric, electrical energy, an electrical blue with sparks of golden and silver light. Move into the center of this energy field and stand within it in a state of quiet. Allow the reality or the unreality, as the case may be, to take you where it desires to take you. Understanding that in many instances, you will be feeling in your body and in your mind as if you're totally disconnected from the body and from the mind. If you become fearful, immediately recenter again into this energy field itself. If you practice this simple exercise on a daily basis, Not only will it assist you in acclimating to the reality factor of the energy thrust, it will also assist you in moving into these higher and higher and higher levels of reality, which is beyond any reality you have ever known, in an easier, more peaceful, and more harmonious manner. Further, it would allow you to more easily move to the mountaintop of the humanities and assist them in a more objective frame of reference rather than staying in the valley of the fourth dimensional facade tunnel vision and making judgmental statements about the conditions and the situations that play themselves out. Janet. Okay. She keeps talking about higher and higher frequencies 
And you all know that she, this information was brought to us in 1987. I want you to understand and remind you that we have been explained, and I don't remember anymore if it was Paul uh, or Sadakis or Mariah, that the last 2,000 years, the evolutionary energies increased the equivalent of 10,000 years. But the next 2,000 years are increasing at the rate of 100,000 years. So even in 1987, she's not just saying, oh, you know, we, we, we don't want to think, oh, well, by now it's all evened out. No, <laughs> not at all. It's just continuing to increase and getting higher and higher and will for the next 2,000 years. That's why this exercise is absolutely essential to help us all with this incredible increase, unrelenting increase of this evolutionary frequency, an exercise to help us feel that energy as wind at, at our back and not, you know, a, a tornado buffeting us around in our lives and our life patterns. And we're just, you know, flopping around, just being completely at its whim. Excuse me. Let me just get some water. She also talks about the mountaintop view. You've all heard me talk about the helicopter view. It's the very same idea. Um, But she also reminds us that no soul avoids the impact from this evolutionary thrust. Every single soul experiences it, including us at the fifth and fourth dimensional level. It is the tunnel vision of the fourth dimensional facade soul aspect that we carry that we need as much as possible to clear and neutralize and dissolve so that we are here standing in the fourth dimensional facade mind and body that we can move to that mountaintop, we can get that helicopter viewpoint. Okay. I just need to get a little bit of water. Just a sec, guys. Okay. Mary, in closing, It's important to remember that you're here on this planet at this point in time to make a statement, whether that statement is a verbal statement or a nonverbal statement. You are here to make that statement. If you are here to make that statement, then you carry within you the power to do that. And if you carry that power, it is far better to use it to bring healing and balance into situations by consciously focusing on higher heart consciousness than to judge or condemn or label. Each of you are carriers of higher heart consciousness as you are carriers of all that has gone into the totality of your highest, most evolved state. And just like the germ world, where an individual can carry that germ unknowingly and spread it to the detriment of others, you carry the totality of the higher energy and move out and spread that energy simply by sending it through your thought into those situations. The individuals receiving the energy may not know that you carry that light, but the soul of each individual nevertheless will reach for it and magnetically take from it whatever the soul desires. What she's saying is this, and this is her closing remark. Let's go out there and be typhoid Marys for the cause. At this point, there were a few giggles in the uh, that in the room when, when Joan said it was said sort of tongue in cheek. And many of you, this is this Mary's session has ended, just so you know, and most of you will know what typhoid Mary is, but just in case you don't understand the reference, 
and I'm not, I don't, I didn't look it up on Google, but from my memory, there's a woman named Mary who carried typhoid, but she didn't have the disease. So she was spreading it to others uh, and giving people typhoid. They didn't realize they were getting it. She didn't know she was spreading it. So at some point, I think they figured it out or maybe it was just, the name was just symbolic. I don't remember. But in any case, uh, at fifth dimensionals, instead of to the detriment of others, we can we are carrying that fifth dimensional energy we are here to give it out and we do give it out 24 7 whether we're conscious of it or not and the souls that are quote unquote exposed to it will reach for it and partake whatever they need now when you bring us into a state of consciousness and we know that we can utilize that and create more help by focusing on the higher heart consciousness energy on compassion and sending that out, that the help that we give is is empowered because we have the knowledge to uh, create an even more powerful way to help uh, the individuals, other other souls. So before I do the exercise, I do want to read to you something. Someone in the group said at that point, and it happened to be transcribed. And because I rarely have talked about the healing circle in my shows, I do believe I talked about it way back in 2011 when I first started. And periodically I've mentioned it through the time, but I really don't talk about it. And Joan in her opening talks about it all the time. I thought what I would do is um, give you the feedback that came from Rob. He was a member of the group at that time. Anyway, um, I've, use the healing circle myself consistently so did all of us in the group i'm not sure why i didn't i don't talk about it more but as you know there's so many so many things we can talk about but anyway i want to tell you what rob said that i think it might make help you understand a little bit better how this healing circle energy can help us okay two days ago this is rob Two days ago, I was feeling I had a lot of things to get done in the next few days, and I was feeling really stressed out, really tense that day, and I was doing this fourth dimensional trip. Oh, what can I do now? What can I do after that? I'm just so busy. I can't stand it. And I was driving and getting really stressed and really tense. So I amalgamated with my higher self. I put myself in the center of my pure soul essence, and then I said, okay, let's use the healing circle. And I'm going to put my stress and tension into that. Well, within seconds, I mean, my face had been contracted, and all of a sudden, I felt this vibe lift off my face. All of the muscles in my face relaxed, and I was relaxed all over my body, and within seconds, I was smiling. And I said, great. So that was one particular experience with the healing circle. Now, just so that you know, Rob was very... Um, Psychic, he did pick up a lot of things. He was very tuned in at the sense, sense level to things. And so he felt all of that happening. At the time when we first got the healing circle information, I was a rock. I didn't get anything. I didn't sense anything. And so, but I also use the healing circle consistently on all the time. I don't have a particular story like that to share with you because I did so much of the work when I was still a rock. <laughs> um, and, but it is a very, and I've heard many stories like this from many people. So it is very, very helpful. And I use it all the time. I'm driving through, through LA, whatever. I'm at a theater, I'm on the plane or whatever. And I'll use the healing circle all the time. I just, you know, I don't know 
what's happening in the world that I pass through, but I'm just, I just put people in the healing circle, especially if I see an accident or fire trucks or ambulance or, uh, you know, some issue or some problem at the side of the road or homeless. I'm using it all the time to do that kind of thing. So you, you will find your own way with it. I encourage you to give it a try. And the healing circle is really wherever you put it in your mind. It doesn't have to be in any certain room, anything like that. So uh, I probably will talk more about the healing circle as we go, but I did want to just throw this bit in before I did the exercise. And again, I want to say that this exercise was fascinating. I told you, I'm sure, now this goes back a long, I don't want to repeat that, but in any case, I went through so many phases with it. When I started, it, you know, nothing much happened. And that, I, I don't remember that clearly we're going back a lot of years. But I, di- I do remember that it took me a long time to really get the benefits or what I could see, not the benefits, that's not the right word, to understand what the evolutionary thrusting energy was all about. Because when I started, I was stuck in place. I was unable to move with it. I was unable to um, move out into those other realities like Mary was talking about. And if this happens to you today, I would recommend that you do what I did, which was the first week or so, I just focused on whatever was keeping me stuck. I just focused on the fears or the doubts or the difficulties, the the confusions or whatever it was that came up for me. And I don't remember exactly, but I remember I had to focus a lot on all those issues. And then I was able to start moving with the energy and we're going to do the exercise. So no fears. You all get a chance to try it. Um, You're going to be able to start moving with the energy and really it's, it, it, it was, became fascinating and I don't want to give anything away because I don't know. You know, I want to, Spoil the spoil it for you, but again, you can always email me Janet at JanetRichmond.com or info at JanetRichmond.com, and let me know how you experience it because it would be really fun to be here how you all experience it. Okay, but I do encourage you that you do it more than once because it will evolve and change and grow and become so much more for you than if you just do it once or twice. Okay. So with that, uh, one more water. I'd like each of you, if you can, to quiet your mind. And if you're somewhere like sitting at work or you're driving and you can't fully immerse yourself in the energy, at least listen to the exercise so that when you are in a place down the line, you can give it a try to really utilize your focus of attention and allow your mind to disconnect from this reality that you're in while at the same time being in the reality, I have to tell you that I did this exercise walking in my old neighborhood. I was always out walking. Now, you have to be focused on crossing the street. Sometimes I had to speak to a neighbor or, you know, a neighbor would be there and I'd say hello, but I was able to continue using the exercise simultaneously. I mean, it takes time and practice to do this, but you can. In the beginning, I would recommend you just Sit quietly somewhere if you can. If not, give it a try while you're out walking or you're on the treadmill or you're standing in line somewhere, you know, in a bank or in the the DMV or the post office or whatever. So just, just give it a try. Okay. 
All right, I've got to get the water just a sec. I want each and every one of you. We've already amalgamated from Joan, but I'm going to do a quick amalgamation again, allowing each of you to refocus that attention, moving it into the, the, the moment of the now, focusing on the now moment, allowing that conscious focus of attention to be where you are, um, be alert, understand whatever is going on around you is there, but you want to keep the focus of attention right here while also understanding and being aware of the whatever is happening around you. We want to focus on that true soul essence, this part of us that is fifth dimensional in nature. It is a very powerful part of us, and we want to go down to DEFCOM 2, I call it. It's DEFCOM 1. It's here in this reality. The new visual or symbol I'm using is pure true soul essence is DEFCOM 2, very intense, powerful energy that we are. This is who we have, who we truly are in the sense that this is the level we have evolved to. This is the element of our soul that carries our most evolved parts of ourselves. So I want you to just sit and feel and sense the intensity of this energy as your focus of attention allows it to move in through and around the totality of your mind, your body, and your soul. I now want us to all move into what the higher self would call the pure soul essence, and we all know what that is. I call it DEFCOM 3 now. DEFCOM 3 is the divine part that each and every soul carries from the lowliest grain of sand to the highest, most evolved being. This is absolutely that brilliant divine light that carries every aspect of the originating source it is our purest, most perfect, most potent, potent point of personal power. It is the foundation of who we are. And I want you all to focus on this, understanding that this energy is moving into and around the totality of who we are, the mind, the body, the soul. I now ask that we go to DEFCON 4, which is moving or plugging into the originating source of all there is. This is the our home. This is that the element that gave birth to us, and we are returning or plugging into this infinite, infinite, infinite resource of energy. We're always connected to it, but this, in a way, is um, connecting us or giving us that cosmic hug. I, I, I've used that term in. And with, uh, with amalgamating with the pure soul essence of the planet Earth, but it's equally applicable to moving into the originating source of all there is. As we have moved through these various levels of intensity, as we have become one, we have also moved the now moment into the forever now moment, for it is encompassing the totality of who we are, all the past, present, and future Niles simultaneously. At the divine levels, this is uh, part of the mountaintop. It's part of the helicopter viewpoint. It is part of moving the mind to encompass the totality of the past, present, and future now. However, we're not going to be talking about that so much now as I want us to call on, activate 
this energy of the evolutionary thrust. Now, you can see it move in front of you. You can see it encompass the totality who you are. Uh, let's begin with have it move in front of you. you. We can activate the rainbow bridge and create a platform of rainbow bridge, bridge energy uh, for the evolutionary thrust to sit on. You can do it that way, or you can just imagine this brilliant electrical blue energy with the flecks of silver and gold surrounded in the white. You can imagine that. You can sense it. You can see it. But we're all calling on it and seeing it or experiencing it or sensing it and imagining it however you might imagine or do all those things. Every individual will see it or do it in a slightly different way, and there's no one right way here. But what I'm going to ask now is that we, I just want you to sense or look or feel this energy. It is so brilliant. It is vibrational. It is vibrating. It is very, 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 uh, the energy is, is, is it, it just, it's vibrating almost to the speed like a, you know, like a jet engine when it starts, you know, you can see the rotations and then it goes so fast or whatever the engines are. You can't see it anymore. It looks like it's not moving. And that's kind of the way this energy is. It's so vibrant. It is so, the energy is so intense. It's as if it's calm and standing still. But we can sense, you can see, you can feel this intense energy uh, that it carries. It is not an energy to be afraid of because in its stillness, in its stillness, it carries all realities, and it is calm, it is centered, it is serene. So there is no need for fear here, although we are fourth dimensional, we're going to have fear triggered for sure, and, but no worries. What I want you to do now, though, is I want each and every one of you, if you're ready, to literally step into this energy. Now, it might seem like a sci-fi movie where they are stepping into some field and they don't know where it's going to take you, and it may feel that way. It may be scary, and if you are feeling nerves, uh, trust me, I went through this for, I said, the first week. I could barely deal with it. It was too scary. I did move into it, but there was just, I couldn't move with it because I was stuck in place. I just, and I had to really work on neutralizing those stuck the things that made me stuck, the things that held me in place. So I want all of us to move into this energy, and I'm also doing it. Wow, that's interesting. I haven't been there for a while. Oh, my gosh. Um, anyway, um, I can say that for me, I, it's also triggering a trepidation. Even though I worked with it so many years ago, there's trepidation that is here, so obviously I need to do some more neutralizing as we all need to do. And I want you all to be aware that even though you're standing inside this evolutionary thrust energy, even though you're standing inside the calm and the serenity of this energy, I want you to understand you also are carrying all that light that you are one with, and you can activate that light to neutralize at the mind, body, and soul level the power to neutralize, to uh, dissolve and uh, help us uh, clear away those fears, the trepidation, the confusion, the doubt. I, I'm seeing um, elements of people spinning around, almost looking behind, because what's behind us? Because the energy, remember, is so fast that behind us is the moment before. 
And so this feeding around symbolically as I see people in the, you know, because the higher selves are giving me like a conglomerate image. So it means that some of you are experiencing this. It's as if you're turning around to seeing what happened to, to the last moment. Where did it go? <laughs> What's behind us? And so I'm seeing sort of this constant turnaround. So, you know, it's like somebody that taps you on the opposite shoulder and you spin around and you don't see anyone. So you spin around again trying to find who was it that tapped me on the shoulder. And it's very much like this in this energy field. People are very confused. They don't know where they are. The speed up is making them aware. The energy is making them aware at some conscious level or unconscious level that there's the moments keep we, we keep putting these moments behind us, but we haven't finished dealing with that, those moments. <laughs> We're already being moved into future moments. But wait a minute, we want, where, what happened to those past moments? Where, what, that, that, that. And that's what we want to neutralize. We want to neutralize all the confusion, the unreality, the, um, oh my gosh, I mean, anything, the, the spinning around, the trying to find purchase, so to speak, the trying to be centered in this energy, but it is so intense. It's very difficult. Um, I'm just getting that one image. Let me see if the higher selves are going to show me anything else. Uh, but we want to neutralize all the fears of loss, all the frustrations, uh, because we're, we keep being moved into the future and the past we haven't even dealt with yet. We aren't acclimated yet. So we want to, we want to neutralize all those elements that are carried with the difficulties of acclimating to this energy, the difficulties of acclimating to the movement from one reality into another reality over and over and over again on a continual basis and even faster and faster and faster. So we want to neutralize. We want to, um, whatever is holding us in a stressed or a difficult place where we're really having hard time, dealing with this movement. I, I feel almost as if there's a dizziness here. There's a, a, a nausea almost. There's a, a nausea or dizziness, which literally is the experience of moving so fast. And so we want to neutralize the dizziness and the nausea and all of the causes known and unknown. Uh, a lot of it is simply that we're so used to being in the fourth dimensional dense body that being in an energy field where that dense density of the body has no effect on the speed up. The speed up is happening whether or not we have the body or not. Um, so it is very important that we deal with the nausea and all of the causes, the dizziness, the unreality of the situation, feeling like we've been taken into a twilight zone, because in a way it is that. But it is the best to do it within the energy field itself, because remember, it carries a serenity. It carries a, uh, oh I'm sorry, somebody's calling me, I don't know, I can't shut off Skype because that's what I'm on here now, so anyway, um, okay, so we are, we need to deal with all of this, this unreality that we're feeling. Because we can't relate to it. The physical body makes it very difficult for us. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Okay. 
don't know what's going on. It seems to be the network itself is calling me. I don't know why that would be. Anyway, I'm so sorry to interrupt this. But while you're standing here, I want you to <clears throat> keep neutralizing whatever is making you uncomfortable. Now, there may be many of you that move into the energy and love it. But I'm, I'm going to get to the point where we use the energy. So just, you know, continue to neutralize and do the things I'm saying, even if you're not feeling them, because probably somewhere down in there, there could be elements that uh, might bother you or uh, come to the uh, forefront at some other point in time. Um, but what I want you to do while you're in there is I want you to be aware of the two realities that you're in. You're standing or sitting or lying in your fourth dimensional mind, in, the, in your body, in the chair, in the, on the couch, wherever you're sitting or lying. And you are also, with your mind level, actively um, utilizing <clears throat> and moving into this evolutionary stress level. And I'm asking you because the higher self did this with us all the time, having us become focused and aware of where we were at two places at once at the mind level. This is an ability. This is a um, something that we are going to be able to do and utilize in the future now at some point. And they were always giving us practice. And they always brought us back to becoming aware that we are in the mind level in both places at once. Okay. Now, I want you to think of this energy as being a sort of magic carpet. Okay, uh, we're back with Aladdin and the days of the magic carpet rides. And I want you to, you don't have to think of it as magic carpet, but it, it is a good analogy of this kind of energy because this energy, we're now going to use it to see where it's going to take us. This is an energy that is going to help us give the preview of, of the realities that we're moving in. And once we utilize this energy and get those previews and experience it whatever way we experience it, even if it's at the unconscious level because we can't fully take in where we're going or what we're doing, we're going to be able to move through the speed up in a more harmonious way with less stress, uh, more balance and, and harmony, as I said. So it is, it is, it is very helpful for us to get that preview, to utilize this evolutionary thrust, electric blue energy to help us with the movement forward, with the acceleration and the movement into the future now at, a, at an, un, an alarming <laughs> rate of speed, I would say. So I want you all to symbolically find a symbol, a magic carpet for me, it works. Uh, as, I, as I recall, I didn't use that when I was um, when I was doing it. It never occurred to me, but it occurred to me when I was preparing for today's show. I said, oh my gosh, I remember it was like a magic carpet. And so I want you, if you want to use that symbol, I want you to climb on symbolically, climb on that magic carpet. If you are ready to go for a ride, now the everybody's ride is going to be absolutely unique to them. If as we go for the ride, you begin to get afraid, 
or you begin to encounter doubt or you begin to uh, feel any kind of resistance. You, of course, can use the light to neutralize or you can immediately return to the center or the home base of the light, center in the energy back from the ride, so to speak. So it will help you and then you can use your light to neutralize whatever had come up for you, whatever trepidation or confusion or whatever, and then you can go out again. So this energy is there to utilize and get used to and to um, find your way with, and everyone will experience it very differently. Uh, Keep in mind, it is our tunnel vision that is interpreting all these realities, all the energy, everything, our, our tunnel vision, interpreting it as either dangerous or improbable or impossible or scary or doubtful or whatever. So we can neutralize those, that part of our tunnel vision. So if it comes up for you, again, send in the light, neutralize it, and then try the journey again. Okay. So now I want you to sit, stand, lie down. You can use it like a sled. You can use it as, you know, sitting on it. You can stand on it and ride it like a surfboard. It really makes no difference how you use it, but I want you to symbolically stand or do something with a magic carpet or not. And I want you to look ahead and see that this incredible light is now moving forward. It's inviting you to join it on the journey. And I want you to slowly, or some of you may be thrill seekers, you may do it fast, but I'm going to ask that each of you, whether it's slow, fast, or in between, begin to move out on the journey, taking this carpet ride, taking the surfboard, taking whatever you want, just moving through the energy and following the pathway that it is unfolding for you. And it is going to take you wherever it needs to go for you. Now, you may find it it's windy, like a windy river. You may find that you get to forks and you, didn't, you don't know which way to go. You may find that it goes up and down symbolically. You may find it circles around. It may become a loop-de-loo kind of ride in a in any theme park. I don't know how it's going to come, but as you go, if things are triggered for you, any of those fears or whatever I've mentioned several times, I want you to send the light in. If you feel really overwhelmed with those things, go back to the home base, so to speak. Center yourself in the energy again. Neutralize all the things at that from that point, and then go back on the journey again. And what I found to be so difficult was maintaining my connection with, at the mind level, while I was on the journey. The journey got so engrossing that it was difficult for me to stand the two realities at once. Uh, There were times where I literally had to stop walking and just do the journey because I couldn't walk and do the exercise. And that didn't happen to me very often because I did so much, and I still do so much of my exercise, uh, my my metaphysical, you know, healing stuff while I'm out walking, it's become very easy for me. But back then, it wasn't quite as easy, and I stopped and literally had to stand in place. It was like, it was amazing, but I did start to 
in a way, I was able to disconnect from the reality and the fourth dimensional body while still maintaining connection to it. It wasn't like moving out of body at all. It wasn't that. We aren't moving out of body. We are still, it's the mind that is moving and being in two realities at once. Uh, while you're out there, give it a try. See where it takes you. Also, see if you can see anything. That's t- Are you getting any previews, guys? Are you getting any ideas of what may be happening? Um, I don't know. I don't know if you'd be seeing some new realities that you're going to. But I think you could. I think that you can get previews. They may be vague. They may be just flashes of of things. They may be just insights or just a knowingness. But I think that this energy gives us previews of coming attractions. If we have previews, if we know what's coming, we're going to go through the actual event in a much easier manner. So I want each of you to take a look on this ride. I want you to enjoy it, and I want you, if you can, get to the point where you're comfortable enough with the energy literally speeding you around. I want you to take a look. See what the future now holds. This isn't the same, I want you to understand, as being psychic and knowing what the future holds. This is a different kind of experience. This is actually being in the future now and seeing what is unfolding at those points in time. We're in both places at once. And we are able to experience both places at once. I just want to give you some moments to do this. It does take time to acclimate, but I'm hoping that at this point, you're slowly getting more used to the energy. You're beginning to feel its serenity. You're beginning to feel the calm, the centeredness, beginning to feel more connected to the evolutionary thrust, feeling more comfortable with it, understanding it at some inner level, even though we may not understand it fully at the mind level yet. And I'm just feeling the energy. The higher selves are giving me this, uh, the image of this blue energy permeating not uh, all of us. And also, they're indicating that the energy is also being provided for uh, others who are willing at the soul level, level to experience it. So there would be past listeners and future listeners and, of course, other souls that don't even may never listen to this show, but they're drawn in by this energy and it draws them in. They want to partake of it and use it. And so now I'm getting like this conglomerate image of, you know, this gigantic electric blue evolutionary thrust energy encompassing many, many souls. And we're all at sort of different levels of acclimation, different levels of using it. There are some that are really out there utilizing it and following it and and becoming one with it and really enjoying the ride, um, looking to the uh, continual 
unfoldment of this evolutionary thrust with a sense of anticipation and joy. There are others that are still back um, trying to acclimate, feeling stuck, unable to get on the magic carpet even as yet. And then there's all these others in between. But they have the option. They have the they have moved in to partake of the energy, to utilize it. Everybody will utilize it at their own rate of speed and their own ways. Um, and will find and get from it whatever they're ready to find and get from it. So it is a energy that is provided. Again, it allows the soul choice. So we are inviting uh, many souls. The, the energy itself invites many souls to partake. At this point in time, the higher self wants us to infuse the higher heart consciousness energy. So I want all of you to focus on your heart center and just activate that higher heart consciousness energy and move that into and around this evolutionary thrust so that that too is enveloping the soul. And we want divine serenity and divine clarity of vision and expanded perception because we want people to understand, even if they don't understand fully because they don't get the explanation of what's going on, this clarity of vision and this uh, expanded perception energy will allow those souls to take it in at a level that they're ready for. So it will open them and open them again and continue to open them to more and more acceptance of, of, the, uh, under, of the energies and of the information as they are ready for. So we, that's the clarity of vision and, and expanded perception is very important. It helps bring all of us to that mountaintop, to the helicopter viewpoint, and it's a very powerful energy, as is the higher heart consciousness. So the, the light is no longer, it's interesting, it's no longer blue, uh, strictly that electric blue. I actually see flecks of the pink in it. Uh, it's permeated with the pink, and I don't know... Um, I'm not a big color person, as you probably know, but um, there is another element that was was added with the, um, the higher understanding, the, the expanded perception and clarity of vision. There was another element there, and I do see that it's been added, but I can't tell you exactly the color. Uh, in any case, the energy is very, very powerful and it's being provided. The higher self wishes to expand this whole energy field, not only to uh, to encompass those souls that have moved in the past, present, and future listeners, but to move it out to encompass the totality of the planet and then further out into the human kingdom universe with the understanding that there are higher selves in place that will help utilize assist us in uh, directing the energy and moving it out into the human kingdom universe, known and unknown, uh, helping us to provide help to all souls. And this energy, just so that you know, is being given to all souls because it's all souls at all levels that are moving through and experiencing this evolutionary thrust. So this energy is encompassing the totality of all souls at every level within every dimension, both inner and outer. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that's where it would go. It never went there for me way back when, but I wasn't doing this kind of work then where um, I hadn't expanded to the point where I moved in to, you know, bring it to uh, such a large 
kind of uh, scenarios. Anyway, so I'm seeing this energy carrying the higher heart consciousness, carrying the clarity of vision and expanded perception, all held and encased and a part of the evolutionary thrust level, uh, evolutionary thrust energy. I see it all moving out throughout the human kingdom universe, known and unknown and beyond. It's moving into all of the dimensional frameworks. Okay, who knew? Um, way beyond the fifth, sixth, and seventh dimension, it's also moving symbolically. I see it being moved into the outer dimensions. Because as Mary was very clear about, even the highest, most evolved soul in the outer dimensions are being moved into a reality they've never experienced either. Every soul at every level is being moved into realities it had never experienced in their... Sorry, guys. In their... Um, never experienced in their own reality space. So this is a very good thing, and this should help, hopefully, with people acclimating, and maybe there'll be slightly less chaos, slightly less alienation, slightly less inhumanity, slightly less difficulty with the increase of evolutionary thrust energy that so many are experiencing and having difficulties with and that are manifesting some very out of control, very um, difficult um, situations and conditions in their lives. So let's, let's hope this is a very good thing. And as always, I have to thank the people on the show to create for creating this community with me and for me um, because without you guys, some of this just wouldn't happen. Um, most of it wouldn't happen. Much of it wouldn't happen. So, all right. So let me just, let's just take a few deep breaths. I want you to reorient now on your own journey in this energy field. And now what I'm seeing is that the, the energy is, is, not, is not just sort of narrow pathways. It's almost like it's creating... Um, 360-degree um, space around each and, uh, each of us so that we have more than just a pathway. We can literally move in, in any direction and experience the speed up, experience the movement, experience the previews of the new realities. And, and it, it, okay, I just got to see how that is different for us. Wait a minute. They're indicating to me that it's um, an increase of the comfort level of the home base of the energy. So we're, we're seeing it expand the energy instead of whatever size you saw that you walked into. The energy is expanded, and it is an indicator. It is symbolic of our, our comfort level. Just doing the exercise for these few minutes has helped so many of us. Uh, if not all of us, feel more comfortable. I feel a lot of stuff personally um, on in my back area. And because when I'm doing multiple, uh, conglomerate or group exercise or healing, it, it means that there's some issue for many. Um, I want to just go in and see what this back issue is. But while I'm exploring that, I want each and every one, we don't have to know to neutralize Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fire cell, they're letting me know what's going on. All right, the back issue is this. Symbolically, our back, our spinal column, uh, our, our 
the nerves go up and down the spinal column and into the brain. It's sort of the center point of the electrical activity of the body, you might say. And so what symbolically is happening is that we're working to, we need to work to neutralize. Um, symbolically, that's, that's an area where if I'm feeling that there's problems in that spinal area, the spinal column, spinal cord, the vertebras, all that whole thing uh, that, that holds us upright and is the center point for all of our electronic transmissions, the neuro, neuro, neurons and all of that that connect the brain with the whole rest of the body. If I'm feeling a problem there, it's because symbolically this energy is electric in nature and it symbolically moves me to that place in the back. So I want each and every one of us to send um, the light into that area because sometimes, you know, our electric things in our body can sort of go haywire. You know, we can need a, um, a pacemaker or something or, you know, the electric signals just don't get to the rest of the body. We, you know, the spinal cord is cut in some way or whatever. The So, so what I'm saying is that we need to send divine healing into that area. Now it is a symbol and it will bring the healing to wherever for each individual for where in whatever place, situation, condition, uh, mind, body, or soul, what, wherever needs healing in order to help facilitate the connection to the comfort with and the using of this evolutionary thrust energy, whatever is, Whatever we need to heal that might become active or be a problem as we move into these increased, as we move through the increased frequencies over and over again, as we constantly are moved forward into new realities. So that's what it is symbolically. It's symbolically telling me that we need to heal known and unknown, all the causes known and unknown, um, of whatever the evolutionary thrust energies, whatever the increases wherever and whatever problems it we would experience because of it. And so it would be different for each individual, and that's why they're using the symbol, symbology of the spinal cord, of the, you know, all the, the nervous system, because it does affect us in the same way, this electric kind of energy. It affects us in the same way, and so we want to neutralize uh, the causes of the problems, the ripple effects of the problems, the imprints of the problems, we want to neutralize everything. And so we're sending in this divine, beautiful, healing energy. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's any particular way to go. And they're saying, no, uh, it is so unique to each individual. Because symbolically, it's not just the human kingdom that we're dealing with here. The higher selves have indicated that we are helping uh, the totality of all souls at this point in the healing. And so it's just too diverse to uh, enumerate anything specific. So we want to just keep sending in the energy, knowing that it's divine in nature. It can't hurt or harm. It can't be corrupted. It can't, if it's dealing with humans, it can't trespass the uh, free will. And so we're just sending in this energy to regenerate, rejuvenate, re-energize, uh, rebalance, re-harmonize. Just do whatever we need to do to the symbolic 
energetic uh, center of all that we are, all of who we are. Okay. There's a lot going on symbolically, the backside of the heart chakra in the back area that seems to be a hot spot. It probably has to do with the uh, whole higher heart consciousness emphasis. So I want everyone to call in symbolically the uh, evolutionary thrust. This is going to help us all um, to acclimate and to utilize the and move to the very highest levels of the higher heart consciousness energy. So I want to see everyone imagine, think, see, feel, or just say the words, I am releasing any blocks, any resistance, any difficulties, any anything that is causing the, the backside of the heart chakra area to be clogged or painful. So I want all of that to be released into the light, allow the flow to be free-flowing, allow us to um, move some of those judgments, some of those criticisms, some of those attacks, some of the frustrations or angers or hurts or wounds or anything that we might be carrying there that keeps us from moving into those higher and higher levels of pure, harmonious, uh, perfect higher heart consciousness. And I'm, I am seeing it kind of blow out that back area, so everybody seems to be doing a good job. So we are helping to really, we're helping ourselves, helping to expand that tunnel vision that we have, helping to bring in the expanded uh, understanding and perceptions, moving us to the higher uh, levels of the helicopter, the mountaintop, and to allow us to operate more easily and effortlessly in a very, very um, intensely uh, changing world. Uh, dealing, helping us to deal with the alienation, helping us to deal with the frustrations that we feel uh, or, or watching the chaos that's out upon the planet, that will continue to grow. It is um, not going to be easy for any of us. We just, it will continue to grow and the, these exercises will just help us to acclimate with all that is coming all that is still coming. And we will also be helping all the others and we are helping all the others. So even though we may not be standing out in public giving the word, we're doing what we can in the silence to help ourselves and to help others. And with that, I saw the energy kind of shrink down. It was so pervasive, so huge, so big. We were all standing in it. It's now just kind of shrinking down. Uh, it's just a symbol. You could still be using it yourself. And if you are, go for it. No, you do not have to end doing the exercise just because I'm ending it. But symbolically, the higher self is showing me that the exercise is done. And they are recommending that each of you continue to work with this exercise on your own. And there isn't any right or wrong. And there isn't anybody that is better or less than. We so often compare ourselves to others. Well, I'm obviously a real throwback because I can't seem to do it kind of thing. This isn't the point of this exercise at all, and I know you guys know it. 
I often tell you how ridiculous it was when I was in my rock stage, which was for a very long time, uh, because I want you to know that that makes no difference. I was still making progress. I was still moving forward, even though I couldn't feel, sense, see, nothing. And I want you to understand that this is um, could be the same for some of you. It doesn't make you any less powerful. It doesn't make you any less than. So we're all equal. We're all going to have the experiences we have, and we're going to move through them. So, you know, maybe I had the experiences where I just couldn't pick up energy or feel it or sense it or anything for, for nothing, you know. You couldn't pay me to do it because I just plain couldn't do it. But I may have been moving faster in another area than other people. And that's the thing. We all are moving in our own ways in different areas of our journey. It isn't one path. We're all over the map. We're all developing many different areas of our life pattern. And so, you know, oh, you know, the higher self, <laughs> they just told me that what I was doing, and you all know this because I tell you on the show, I was a sponge picking up the information. So I was unable to feel or process it or sense it for a long time. But what that did, the upside for me was that it allowed that single focus that I had to absorb the information. And I knew it the best of anybody in the group except for Joan. I told you, I transcribed everything, uh, even private sessions. I offered to do it for free for people um, if they wanted to have it transcribed. And I did it on the typewriter, not even electric typewriter. So uh, what the higher self said is that it allowed me to take in the information instead of dividing my focus, so to speak, on the information and on the the senses, the, the feelings, the seeings, the knowings. And so it had... For me, that upside, I, I never saw that before at this moment. Thank you, higher self. So we can compare ourselves all day long is the point, but we are where we are with our journey. And taking in all the information was important for me. I didn't know it at the time. I had no clue I would be taking this on as a, you know, sharing it as best I could with, with people. I never knew that I would do that. I, I had no clue for a decade or two after that. So it's just very important for you to not compare yourself. Very important. And oh gosh, I am so thankful to the higher self. It also, of course, helped me so that for those of you who can't see anything, you know you're in good, you're, you're in, you've got plenty of company out there. You know, me and a lot of other people. So we don't want to feel any more alienated or any more different or any more less than than we do already because we carry that fourth dimensional tunnel vision. And so that's really good to know. Thank you, Harris Bell, for allowing me to share that. Okay, so today's thing is uh, session is over or uh, show is over, basically. And I really encourage you to try this, this exercise. If you couldn't feel anything, didn't like it, it was boring or whatever to you, and, you know, fine, use another exercise. What I said in the beginning, we get so many tools, so many techniques, so many everything, you're not going to resonate with anything, everything. You might hear this exercise in two years, and you can really connect to it then, and you, it, 
It may be fine, or you may never hear it again. It doesn't matter. You have the choice now to use the information. Because knowledge is power. And that's what the higher self, that's what Mary, that's what everybody uh, says, all the fifth dimensional say. When we have knowledge, we have choice. We have uh, the ability to utilize that knowledge. And they do encourage us over and over to utilize the knowledge. Now, next week, um, I am bringing in his own words, Peter. And I haven't, I, I found his uh, session. In fact, it was right there in front of me the whole time. So I don't know why I thought I didn't know where it was. But anyway, I will be giving you his. He only comes through once. And the reason he comes through is kind of a funny reason. You have to remember this is back in the 80s. And we had um, Paul come in. Then we had Mary come in. And so there was joking in the group about, well, we've got to have Peter. So we have Peter, Paul, and Mary. And so Peter does come in. You know, obviously they they heard the joking. But if you don't know, Peter and Paul and Mary was a a group way back when. Uh, You know, it was uh, singers, singer-songwriters. And they were popular for a time, and I don't, I can't give you the details, but that's why Peter came in, uh, I think. But he does have a very important message for us, and I remember uh, from before really liking what he said, really resonating with what he said. I just haven't reread it, so I can't give you any previews at this point in time. But of course, I will when I advertise the show next week, and I will be uh, be doing that. I do want to just let you know. I believe it's the next week that I will, it will be a dark day. Um, I am going to be going back to Houston to see my daughter and uh, the, I'm traveling on Wednesday, so I'm unable to do the show. I do always try, I have in the past to do a pre-recorded show. I just know I am so busy this week. I just know I won't get to it. So it will be dark uh, the next two weeks. Um, I'm so busy. Next week, I will be here. I will be here next week. It's the following week. I think it's the 8th. I will not be here. I'll be actually on the plane (laughs) during my radio show time. So so anyway, that's it. But but next week, I'll be here, and it will be Apostle Peter. And uh, I don't remember if he gave his dimensional name. Anyway, I wish you the best for the upcoming week, and I look forward to... Very, very, very much so. I look forward to next week. I'm so sad when I have to do the dark days, but it's not going to be that much this year. I don't believe I'm going to be traveling quite as much as I did last year, and much of the traveling I will be able to do the show from where I am. It's just that if I'm actually on the plane, I cannot do it. So uh, hopefully, from you know, fewer times I'll be actually traveling on the day. Anyway. Uh, have wonderful weeks. Good luck with this exercise. Always email if you can. Info at JanetRichmond.com. And let me know if you have questions, doubts, concerns, uh, comments, or you want to share an experience. It'd be great. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye and have a wonderful week. And we'll be talking next week. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, 
Neutralizing Your Negative Thought and Emotional Blueprint. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.